ProCat edition of the CatCast today. We're joined by a 14th round pick by the Miami Marlins in 2017. You know him better as an all-MEAC shortstop for the Wildcats, Demetrius Sims. He's back in town with the Jupiter Hammerheads. They're the high-A affiliate of the Miami Marlins in town to play the Daytona Tortugas. Demetrius, one of your first times back here since donning a maroon and gold jersey. The first time you walked in here as a professional, did you instantly think of your memories as a Wildcat? Yeah, that first thing, you know, um, I was all, I've always watched the Tortugas play when I was here. So being able to play, you know, against the home team, but, you know, still on the same field is a great opportunity. It's always been a dream of mine. So I'm excited. When you were a player here and you just said you thought about playing against the Tortugas, how far away did you envision that? Did it seem like a dream that was attainable in the near future, or did pro baseball just seem like another lifetime away for you? Uh, definitely was in the future. You know, I just wasn't sure when. You know, I've always, like I said, I've always envisioned, you know, being able to come back and play. Just, I mean, whether it was with the Tortugas or with whoever, but, you know, being able to have the opportunity now is even more of a blessing, you know. And you come out here and you've got a new service to play on. Artificial turf, what do you make of that? Different, very different, but I think it was it was needed needed for Jackie. You know, Jackie had some uh, tough, uh, tough hops mm-hmm. back when I played, so I think it was needed. I like it. Have you given your teammates any insight to how this ballpark plays, wind patterns, anything of the like? Um, so I've heard that it plays different now. Um, I know when I was here, the ball didn't really fly, you know, fly out to left left center. But apparently, like from the other team, they said the ball travels pretty well out to left and left center. So different than, than what I'm used to. We know you're from Ann Arbor, Michigan. But coming back here, being from BCU, do you have any friends that are going to be in attendance for this series? Yeah, I got a lot of friends and family. My uh, mom and dad and little brother are here. So they'll be here for the series. They're excited to be back at the Jack. So, so it was a tough time trying to give away those comp tickets? <laughs> Yeah, I had to steal a bunch from some of the guys who, you know, don't have family coming. So I got a lot of people on different names. So you're with the Jupiter Hammerheads, again, a high-A affiliate of the Miami Marlins. You started this year with the Clinton Lumber Kings up in Wisconsin, I believe? Iowa. Iowa, Iowa. Up in Iowa. Forgive me, Flyover States, but up in Iowa, what was it like for you when you got the promotion call? Where were you? Were you ready for it? Did you expect it? Um, definitely ready. You know, I was ready. It always comes in in the back of my mind, you know, just seeing, like, how well I was playing and, you know, just looking looking ahead, you know, just knowing it'll be coming but just not sure when. Um, I was actually in Wisconsin playing the uh, Timber Rattlers. And right after the game, coach called me in and was like, hey, you got to catch a flight at 4 in the morning. So I had to get all my stuff. And I didn't have any of my stuff from Clinton. So... I just, whatever I travel with there, I had to take, I think I had three pairs of underwear and like three shirts and maybe two shorts and that was it. Did you have only two pairs of underwear after you got the news, the promotion? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it was struggling. I had to go to, uh, I think I had to go to TJ Maxx when, when I got into Jupiter and, and buy some stuff. Cause we were actually going on a road trip right after the game I played in Jupiter, the first game. So I was struggling for about a week. So you told me you hit a three run bomb mm-hmm. after all of that crazy travel in the news that night. Yeah. How does one just get the focus in 
the ability to have that mental clarity and to perform given just kind of a crazy day because I think normally for an average Joe, if you've got that news and you've got to travel given that limited amount, by the time 7 o'clock rolls around, like, I'm dead. You know, I'm not going to go out and hit a three-run bomb. Yeah. Um, you know, like, what they say is, you know, the looser you are, the better you play. And, you know, me not having any sleep, all I'm thinking about is getting in the bed after the game. So just not even thinking about anything else and just reacting I think that's that's what really helped me. Have you been maybe as loose or even looser from then up until now? I think I've been about the same. You know, just like, like don't, I go by it as it's just, it's just a game, you know. Um, I was just blessed with the opportunity to even play and, and be, you know, put in this position. So I'm just taking it, you know, with a grain of salt and just learning each and every day and getting better. That's all I ask for. What have you been told or that you know that you want to improve at to eventually get to the next level, whether that's double-A AA or triple-A? Um, everything. I, I think I can still improve in every aspect, offense, defense, um, and even the mental side. I've gotten a lot better mentally with how I prepare myself for the games and throughout the game, but I think all around everything can always be improved. If you had a chance to run into a current Wildcat on this year's team, a rising Wildcat for the 2020 roster, and you can give him some advice, having played at BCU and now you're a pro cat. What would you say? Um, it's not where you start. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. You know, um, I've experienced BCU, and, you know, it's a smaller school, and we don't have as many resources as the bigger schools, but it doesn't matter. Um, you're still on the same field, still playing in between the same lines as anyone at a bigger school, SEC school. So I think just be grateful for the opportunity that's given a hand and just just take advantage of just take advantage of it what are your fondest memories as a wildcat uh beating florida in the, in the regional for mm-hmm. sure that's that's my that's my greatest memory you know first team to ever do it so i think it'll that'll be be around for a while what about out here jackie robinson ballpark is there any games or performances that stick out to you you know what? Actually, my very first game my junior year, we were playing Boston College, and I was up to bat, and it was a 2-2 count with the runner on first with two outs in the bottom of the ninth. We were down one. And I hit a triple to right center and scored Danny Rodriguez from first to home, and that tied the game, and we ended up winning off a, you know, a walk-off the next batter. So I think that was that's my, my fondest memory. And that kind of, like, set the tone for the season. Yeah, honestly. it did. So, mm-hmm. It did, mm-hmm. and that certainly counts. Demetrius, anything that uh, we'll leave off with that you'd like to say to any former Wildcats or anyone currently at BCU? Um, I would say just for, you know, any, any former Wildcats, you know, who are with me and, <clears throat> you know, along the way, just thank you. You know, thank you for for all the memories. Thanks for... You know, pushing me and, you know, just just being there, you know, when I, whenever I need it. It's the best three years of my life, so I appreciate it. Demetrius, thank you for the time. On behalf of Everett at BCU, we follow you, and we're pulling for you. So congratulations you. on a great season this far, and we're excited about your future. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's Demetrius Sims. I'm Nolan Alexander. This has been another edition of the CatCast.